salt shaker. Salt shaker. To wait, make a way. Welcome to episode three, part two of It's the Salt for Me, brought to you by the Salty Christian. I'm your host, Marie. I invite you to subscribe, share, and comment. We have new episodes every week. So this week is a follow-up discussion to last week's episode called Counting It All Joy in Times of Trial. So after that episode, my plan was to count it joy whenever I was going through something to see what would happen. I started off the week excited. I knew that if something came up, I was going to count it joy and give it to God. I know how it worked out many years ago when I did this exercise, and I guess I wanted to test it to see if the outcome would be the same. I started out great. I prayed all the way to work that morning. I was determined not to let those people at work irritate me, but because I know who they are, I knew they would act a fool at some point throughout the day. They didn't let me down. They do it to everybody. So I can't even remember the comment, but I remember looking at this person dead in the face and smiling. I got up and I went to the restroom so I could be alone. I looked to the heavens and I said, I count it as joy, Lord. And thank you for not letting me be like that lady. (laughs) I know you have a plan. I took note of my feelings about it and I felt great. No anxiety, no sadness, nothing. Okay, God, I see you. So later that day, I was driving home and someone cut me off. Instead of getting all mad, I said, I counted as joy, Lord. Thank you for not allowing me to be in an accident and drive like that dumb person. So again, I felt great. I became a sprinkling joy and sunshine fool. Okay, counting it joy for you and you joy for everybody. And then it occurred to me that I was probably misusing this whole thing because I was counting everything joy. I was also talking more crap than usual that week. I think that's when God decided to correct me, of course. So I was talking to a friend who told me something that disturbed my soul. I immediately felt anxiety, fear, sadness, every negative emotion you can imagine. I told God that I was counting it joy and that I know there is a lesson here somewhere and that he has a plan. It didn't help. I couldn't sleep that night. I got up to go to work that morning and was determined to have a conversation with God. I prayed over my friend. I prayed all the way to work, giving it to God, counting it joy, even though I didn't feel joyful. I was going to let it go and let God take care of it. I asked God to help me do it because I wasn't sure I could do it on my own. I got to work that morning and I'll admit I was still anxious, sad, fearful. I needed God to take this from me. I decided to mind my business, try and stop thinking about it and let God take control. A little later in the day, I noticed that my anxiety was gone. My fear was gone. My sadness was gone. My soul wasn't hurting anymore. I actually felt a sense of peace. Like I knew everything was going to be okay and I didn't need to worry anymore. I didn't even realize that I had stopped thinking about it. And this is exactly what happened the last time I did this exercise. It was unexplainable. The last time I did this years ago, I remember getting a flat tire and pulling to the side of the road. And well, I had been practicing this for a minute by this time, but I pulled over and just thanked God. 
Thank you, God, for not letting me be on the freeway when I got a flat. Thank you for letting me have the money to buy a new tire. I got it fixed and went about my business. During this time, I also remember going to the store. And when I was done shopping, I got back to my car. I got in only to find out that somebody had stolen my radio. I thanked God. Thanked them that I wasn't in the car when they were robbing it. And for things could have been worse. It was just a radio. I drove home, not even tripping. When I got there, I checked the mail only to find that I had been sent a check for the exact amount of money that I had spent to buy that radio. Only God, only God could have pulled off something like that. So here I am now trying to strengthen my relationship with God again. I had to see if the things I did back then would still work today. And they do. I think I just felt so hurt and abandoned by God that I forgot who he is and what he can do. He reminded me of who he is <laughs> and what he can do this entire week. He's there. He never left me. I think I abandoned him. I alone fractured my relationship with God. He's waiting for me with open arms. So for this exercise, I had a few questions. My first question was, I know that I'm supposed to count it as joy during trials, but do I have to feel joyful too? Well, I don't think you do. I've looked and looked and I couldn't find anything that says you have to feel joyful when you're counting things as joy. When I was counting it all joy this week, at first, I wasn't really doing it the way I knew I should. I had no feeling either way. Why be mad at somebody or allow somebody to steal your joy? It serves no purpose. Now, after talking to my friend, I felt some type of way. But that's when I was taught a lesson. God wants us to go to him in every situation. It's through the testing of our faith that we learn to depend on God, to trust God. I don't think it's really about the trial, but rather our response to the trial. God wants us to deepen our faith and reliance on him. Do I think you have to feel joyful when counting it all joy? No. And I think he proved that. My second question was, will counting it all joy shorten the trial? I still found absolutely nothing that talks about shortening a trial. Ultimately, I think the trial ends when we learn what God wants to teach us. The sooner we learn it, the sooner the trial ends. I will say this, during the one thing that really disturbed my soul last week, I wondered if it was a lesson for me or for my friend. My friend seemed fine with what was going on with her while it shook me to my core. Perhaps God was trying to teach me that just because someone feels differently than I do, about an issue. It doesn't mean that I am right or need to try and fix it. It is what it is. People can't live their lives to my expectations. And in turn, I have to mind my business and let them live. What happens in their lives is all part of God's plan. Who am I to interfere? Will the trial be shortened? Absolutely. The sooner you get on board with God's plan. My third question was, why would God even ask us to do this at a time when we are hurting? Well, I think this goes back to my previous answer on deepening our faith and reliance on God. God wants us to know that he can take away our pain and hurt if we allow him to. If we rely on God and have faith in him, we really don't have to worry about anything. Sadly, we're human, and this always seems like an impossible task when you're going through a time of testing. Take note, though. You've gotten through every trial you have ever been through in your life thus far. 
when you thought it was going to be the end of you, it came out on the other side, even though you couldn't imagine it at the time. It may not have turned out the way you wanted it to, but God sees the complete picture and is working it all out for our good. We need to remember who he is and what he can do during these times of trial. My fourth question was, what happens if I count it joy, but don't really feel like I mean it? Does that still count? Like I've said, God knows every thought in my head before I even think it. When I went through a problem last week, I admitted to him that I needed his help because I didn't know if I could really do it. I wasn't about to pretend like I was feeling something other than what I was feeling because God has a way of always putting me in check. I think he knows we may not mean it, and I think he is okay with us not meaning it. I think it is showing him effort, you know, letting him know that we're trying as best as we can to rely on him. I think God takes it from there and showers us with his peace. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode on joy and tribulation. If you went on this journey with me, please reach out and leave a comment on how it worked out for you. I again invite you to subscribe, share, and comment. I'll catch you on the next episode of It's the Salt for Me. Until then, be blessed and be a blessing. It's the salt for me.